0: Welcome to Flight Plans, the official podcast of the SAE Aero Design Series. Hey everyone, welcome to another great podcast. I'm Mike Sorg, the video and podcast producer for the SAE CDS Series. And we got another great one here today. We have uh, guests from some teams from all over the world. Uh, our friends from Mexico and Egypt joining us in uh, Baja and Aero Design and AeroConnect. And uh, we're going to be connecting with them to talk about uh, how their year has been uh, with the team, with everything going on. Of course, it's been a pretty crazy year. I don't know, for some reason out there. And We also have here on the line, she'll be chiming in. Uh, a little bit later, Jamie Knopf, the university program coordinator for SA International. But let's get in and meet our crew today. Our first question, uh, let's go down the line here, starting with you, Mariana. Uh, what university are you from and what is your role on your team?
1: Yeah, so I'm from Texas University. I'm from Mexico and our team is, uh, the university's BHA team is called CMB Racing and I'm currently the Rare Suspension Lead, and Administration
0: Lead. Excellent. And I understand we also have Karen on the line here from the same university, but you're in a different competition, correct?
1: Yes. Hi. Um, I'm
2: also from City University, as you said. I'm from Team Fox First. We participate in Aero Design and the Connect Challenge. And I'm currently the lead of the Stability Division of the team.
0: Fantastic, and then we have a, a couple of fellows from uh, Egypt joining us today. Uh, we have uh, Mahmoud and Abdul Malik is with us as well. How are you doing, guys? We are great. I'm Mahmoud from Alexandria University, studying electromechanical
3: engineering. Uh, I am the nerdy guy who is responsible for the propulsion team, takeoff, and flight plan. So my name is Abdul Malik. I'm a third-year student in
4: mechanical engineering uh, at Jender University, and I'm kind of like uh, the stability guy of the team. Yes, I I, uh, make the tail, manufacturing, like design, calculations, everything about it.
0: Excellent. Thank you, everybody, for for, uh, chiming in here today and connecting. Uh, So it's really cool to get everybody on the line all at once here from all over the place. I guess also, how long is each of your team competing in SAE competitions?
1: I believe our team founded in 2001, but we have been competing in the Baja SAE uh, competition since 2003, I guess.
2: Um, We have been competing since uh, 2011, and for Everconnect we have competed since last year, since 2020.
4: So for me, so Lycans started participating in uh, 2016, including this year, in Advanced Class. So SAE design competition was like our intention since 2013. So yes, we've been like for seven years now.
0: It's good to see that everybody's got a, a number of years on their belt as a team, and and hopefully I mean some good practices have been <laughs> kind of passed along to you as well, uh. Right. So tell us how your team operates. Like how 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 many team captains, marketing team, you know the faculty, uh, you know how how do things operate for you, Marina?
1: Well, most of our team, I believe. Everyone in our team is from the engineering uh, school of our university, but we have a team captain who has a sub sub-cap- two sub captains, a engineering lead and administration lead. And well, our team captain is mostly in charge, mainly in charge of the administration te- administrative task, administrative tasks, and constantly monitoring both things, the administration one and the engineering one. And then we have the engineering team has six sub captains per subsystem, which are, well, with its chassis and brakes, drivetrain, front and from suspension and steering. Then we have rear suspension and electrical system.
2: Yeah, we operate in a similar way. Um, we have one team captain who is in charge of uh, mainly administrative tasks, but they can also get involved in technical duties. Uh, sporadically or when their help is required. And we also have suit captains who lead the engineering operations of the plane's uh, systems like wings, empennage, fuselage, landing gear, and more. And we also have one sub-captain who is in charge of the administration team.
3: Uh, we are from Alexander University in Lycan's team. Mainly consists of many generations. We consider ourselves as a large family, not like a, a team, uh, but uh, we have mentors. We have many generations of advisors. Uh, Our uh, season starts with elections for the captain and vice. Both of them do manage the whole team, technically and non-technically. They are supposedly seniors in, in their last year to graduate. We have mechanical and electrical sub-teams. Most of them are supervised by our faculty advisor. Additionally, the mechanical sub-team is divided into propulsion, wing, stability, and fuselage. The electrical sub-team is responsible for the whole electronic system, remote control, FPV, and computer vision targeting in the aero design competition. We do have another sector of public relation, marketing, media, and documentation sub-team, which consists of the same members in the team, which sometimes becomes challenging to keep all the deadlines while being a full-time engineering student in Alexandria University.
2: Hey, Mike, I have a question for the girls. Since you are from the same university, do your teams um, follow the same practices or get together often, or are you two separate entities?
1: We actually get together quite a few times. We synchronize in some activities, like fundraising activities and in social media. So we are constantly talking to each team, in between teams.
2: Also when we we were like going to school uh, regularly (laughs) before the pandemic, we shared uh, the workshop. Like we did not have separate spaces, we shared everything. So we are really close uh, since we work well, together
0: most of the time. So, of course, with everything else, uh, you know, for most of us, over the last year, uh, uh, the COVID pandemic uh, impacted a lot of our lives. Uh, but the but the, the competitions keep kept trucking along, of course. Uh, so, tell us about like how did the COVID pandemic impact your team, and uh, uh, you know, going into these uh, this version of the events, Mariana first. Uh, yeah, so
1: our team organization remained the same, basically, but. I believe, as everyone, the format of our meeting meetings change. Uh, we both teams, uh, at the IEDA design and our team worked on Saturdays for and issue system works as necessary. But currently, our team, which is team racing, we have been having virtual meetings on Saturdays at the same the at the same time as we used to like and on the workshop, but we have, like we, we've we been working on Discord, which is a like gaming server, but it was easier for us to communicate that way because we have uh, the main server for the team and then we have seven different voice channels. So that way it is easier for us to uh, switch in between channels whenever a, and a specific team needs to talk to another one. For example, uh suspension and steering they can constantly switch in between channels and it will be easier for us to discuss anything we need and as for our design uh the past cycle we started this uh idea for the all-wheel drive configuration but we decided to stick to the uh, rear traction configuration so this year we already have an idea of what we wanted to do and what we wanted to achieve but we it started again by with a general meeting where each subcaptain talk about how a uh, four wheel all wheel drive configuration uh, would impact the each system, and well then we have like general uh, drivetrain specification for this configuration, and afterwards we started uh, conceptualizing
0: or ideas. Excellent, Karen. How about you?
2: As Mariana said. Our team organization kind of remained the same. We also used to meet on Saturdays, but the format of our meetings changed. We used uh, Google Meet mostly for, for our weekly meetings. So we had uh, Google Meet links for every subsystems weekly meeting, meeting, sorry. And we kept those links in a spreadsheet so that every team member could have access to the meetings in case they needed to discuss something with a specific team. So, for example, if I was on the Wings subsystem, I would go to that link, and if I wanted to discuss something with the fuselage team, then I'd just switch uh, from meeting to meeting. And that's kind of how we got uh, things going. Our design process, uh, pre-pandemic, was heavily focused on prototyping and brainstorming on-site. So the fact that we couldn't do that, kind of um, uh, it did kind of um, complicated things. But after a couple of months of each subsystem analyzing their options and deciding what they wanted to do with their configurations. We had one face-to-face meeting only with the team captains just in order to share our ideas and get things clear for everyone. And we were not able to make prototypes since we could not access uh, the workshop, but having that meeting helped us clear things up and kind of uh, just understanding what every subsystem was doing and how it would come together in the final product. And regarding sponsorships, we asked for more software sponsorships since we knew that we were probably not going to be able to validate calculations with, with testing. So we wanted our design to be strongly based on analysis. And yeah, that's
4: it. <laughs> so to be honest, actually, COVID-19 was an unexpected guest for the team and like the whole world, actually. So the first disappointment was that we didn't fly in SAE Air Design 2020. This was very disappointing, to be honest. So. Uh, also, we didn't fly in 2021, so we are still managing to get the permissions. Tickets needed to participate on site due to flight restrictions and visa delays or exams rescheduled. Also, we had many delays from the community as a quarantine university restrictions and also the laboratory uh, equipment and the university is closed, uh, fully closed. So, till further notice, and finally shipping was and uh, and still a continuous nightmare for every component. We didn't manage to find in Egypt, so we 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 couldn't find components in Egypt literally uh and also we, we can we couldn't manufacturing our workshop uh, so, so easy so we, we had a lot of challenges in this also so I, I, I will let it to mahmoud Amara. so maybe he got like some ideas also
3: i will add uh, some from the techni- non-technical aspects of the team uh when i was making uh, like recruitment in the first season uh we make strict rules in our meeting or workshop most of the meetings were online using zoom in uh, Online uh, to uh, restrict or maximize uh, four members at uh, any given time during manufacturing, and the recruitment phase was online to minimize the lowest possible number of aspiring candidates to participate in the online training. Then offline one-to-one interviews, both technical and in uh, personality. Uh, like uh, like I said, Ariel earlier, we have uh, like uh, 16 or 20 uh, member in the team, uh, so we are, we are a large family. Uh, and we need to uh, make sure that everyone has his role and has his, has his uh, personality and aspiring c- candidate for the team.
0: Of course, looking back, you know, uh, not that, you know, I think anybody could expect the situation that, that we found ourselves in over the last year uh, worldwide. But uh, uh, looking back, how do you feel your team could have uh, made changes to better prepare for a situation that could have come up like this?
2: Um, before the season started, both of our school teams had a short workshop on how to plan for volatile or uncertain, complex, and ambiguous scenarios, uh, which is called PUCA. And this workshop was presented by the Dean of the College of Engineering, Dr. Jorge Sosa. And in this workshop, he gave us tools and strategies that we could implement in our planning and goal setting, considering most possible outcomes. So this gave us a baseline to start working under the premise that if things got better or worse uh, regarding the whole COVID situation, we were prepared to switch our team's course of action and we were not going to stop or slow down our work because of uncertain um, circumstances. I think that really helped us prepare for most uh, possible scenarios. Uh,
1: Yeah, and I believe that everything can, well, everything always can uh, change onto better things. But I think that both teams have worked uh, very hard to achieve what we have done uh, lately. And once we had the book a workshop, our motivation went pretty high up and we started implementing uh, short motivational phrases in between teams, which are uh, specifically, uh, we do not break for pandemics and we will not be grounded, uh, both suggested by our dean, uh, Dr. Jorge Sosa. And in addition, both teams, as I mentioned before, uh, we have bonded in be- and been working together ever since. Uh, everything started and previously. And we have been uh, pretty supportive to each other. We also have implemented the hashtags uh, cnbxforbesforce and stronger together whenever we post it on social media. And since we both, Karen and I, are basically the ones who are in charge of the team's social media, uh, we bo- uh, the both teams are, have synchronized posts both, as I've already mentioned, and also in virtual events and fundraising activities. We've been pretty motivational.
0: Awesome. Uh, great philosophy.
3: Uh, what about you, Maud? We couldn't prevent nor change the current COVID situation, wide restriction to fly to USA. Uh, as Abdel Malik said, we couldn't fly last year, and this year we are struggling to get the visa till now. Uh, but we have great hopes. We already finished our design and manufacturing. And uh, even if the equipment is very scarce and the material is not found, we manufactured our own tools and our, we found and made our material using bulk wood or carbon fiber. Uh, we are ready to the competition and have great hopes to fly it, uh, this year. We learned from last year that we must make sure that we finish everything early and we'll be ready for the competition. Ready for the exams and ready and have the adapt, to adapt for the change or uh, any new outcomes uh, for the, the competition is next June, so uh, wish us luck
0: Has the team ever encountered any other situation that's impacted the, the the value and progress of a team you know obviously not to this this extent, but uh, you know in any other uh, kind of hardships you guys have seen over the times before this?
1: Yeah, mostly monetary. And, well, as for the Baja SAE California from 2019, which was the last, um think, physical competition, I don't know, uh, the team had uh, meetings. Uh, currently we had meetings so we can know each other to organize the whole uh, year we are going to participate. And as months passed by and the rules and dates were established, uh, basically, we had a struggle to raise money, and we had to make uh, events like uh, raffles. We we made a car wash. We also have uh, sales during the or school football games and another fundraising activities. But um, this let us raise enough money for the team to pay okay. the inscription. Okay. And yes, yeah, so by January uh we did we weren't able to start manufacturing and well the competition was in May so primarily primary because we had uh, just bought the tubes for the chassis and also uh, for some reason there was an accident at our school uh workshop so we needed to rearrange some things like the uh, work schedule because now we needed to have a professor at, at old se. At all times, supervising us, and the for well, most team had most team members had classes up to ten p.m. and well, other ones used to work on uh, the mornings. So, long story short, uh, no professor would stay late at night, so we couldn't work uh, in our vehicle pretty much the whole time, and. The team captain at that time, he used to work at a workshop and he asked if we could work there. So uh, this place uh, basically sponsored us the area uh, to manufacture a vehicle. But uh, uh, we started working there every Saturday morning and at this point we could finally start manufacturing. And I'm talking about this was Uh, Pretty much around spring break. So we had only a month to manufacture our vehicle. And as the competition day arrived, we almost had our chassis built up, but we still needed to get through every other system in the vehicle. And also, we needed, since we were working outside of our school, we had a specific timing to work. We had to work since from 9 a.m. up to uh, 1 p.m. approximately. Uh, yeah, so basically we were uh, pretty rushed on time. And as the competition was supposed to be in May in 6th, the 16th, I think, we still didn't have enough money to buy uh, other uh, components and manufacturer so by the 9th we have this massive event which i uh, organized uh, another uh, teammate and we had like these uh, battle of events events which helped us uh, from raise enough money to buy uh, everything else and to pay for where we were going to be staying for that weekend here in mexico the uh, in may 10th is the is Mother's Day, so basically I wasn't able to see my mother, and most of the team uh, members were in with our families for that day because we have uh since we have already uh, earned the money. Uh, the next day we arrived uh to the workshop. All everyone with sleeping bags, so we started working harder, and there was no way we couldn't make it through the competition since we have been like struggling and we basically wanted to make it through. And we basically only left the workshop to go to classes, shower, or bring food for the team because everyone was always in the workshop. And we finally had uh, details and uh, manage everything, and we made it through the competition. Although we didn't pass the inspection, uh, I think we, well, it was once, it was one of the best experiences I ever had, sincerely. And it was the very first time I had, uh, well, I went to a competition. So it was pretty a pretty good experience. The point where
2: we realized that things were like going to go wrong was when the Aerotech event was canceled. But one day before we got the email of that cancellation, things were already kind of not going too well for our team. Um, it started raining heavily here and it almost never rained, rains. So that day it rained like really heavily and our workshop had leakings. So by the time we got to school in the afternoon we got to the workshop and we realized that about half of our plane's structure was ruined since most of it is made out of balsa wood. So most of it was really, really um like pretty much useless since it was all weight all wet and stuff. So this would have been catastrophic. In fact, I think it was because most of our plane was uh really just all wet because of the rain and we were really worried about it but then the onsite event was canceled a few a few days later so i think if that cancellation hadn't happened we may not have been able to fly our plane since we didn't have enough balsa wood to compensate for the losses and it was really uh close to the competition date so we were not going to be able to order more balsa I think that really would have been a problem if the, if the on-site event hadn't been canceled.
0: <laughs> so, so you had a kind of a combination of of issues there happening.
2: Yeah, everything just happened on those days. <laughs> it was really dark times for our team. <laughs>
3: oh,
0: I bet, I bet. Uh, what about you, Mahmoud?
3: Mainly maybe we encountered two problems, the flight to USA uh and the manufacturing while we are in the manufacturing uh i am in the propulsion sub team we need uh, the motor electronics uh electronic speed controller uh, the battery and the battery we ship from usa every year and the motor too uh our motor this year we ship from germany uh, so we cut the shipping cost to half literally to half due to covid 19. uh the carbon fiber we ship from Cairo, in the capital. We are in Alexandria, in a coastal city. Uh, so it was like uh, a nightmare for the manufacturing material and tools. But we did it. We uh, finished the manufacturing and we uh, did the presentation in Say Aero Design last Friday. Uh, and I will let Abdel Malik say the other VR uh, and uh, report uh, for the team. Go, Abdel Malik
4: so i want to add something about like the challenges uh uh we we, we conquered uh, last year so uh regarding the, the tail uh, and also the boom fixation so as you know sir the boom is just a road so we couldn't find the carbon fiber last year so uh we have like to make a research about it uh everywhere in egypt we couldn't find it and also as you know so carbon fiber is very expensive though it's usage in like uh supercars and stuff like that so mm-hmm. We managed to find like a, a fishing route, like having the the, per- the same percentage of uh, carbon fiber. Let's use our uh, loads and stress analysis, and yes, we we, we done using it, and and, and uh, it uh, could like have the loads on it with no uh, any problems. Uh, also about the fund, I, yes, I want to thank like our uh, sponsors. Uh, Bahgat, Mansoor, those people stand out for, for, out for us uh, even after the coronavirus uh, happened. So they, they didn't like uh, surrender or give up on us. So yes, I, I just like want to thank them uh, from my side here. So yes, that's it.
0: For each of you, what advice would you have for a newer, younger, less experienced teams, especially given the, 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 the high hurdles you've gone over this past year, of course?
2: My advice would be get involved, but also get younger people involved. I think it's common to dismiss freshmen by assigning them boring tasks while the grown-ups are working. But it's really, really important to teach them and get them soaked on information and competition hype. Because if your team is young, you definitely want it to grow and keep going strong over the years. And that's going to fall on the shoulders of your current freshman members. So I think it's really important to transmit the feeling of excitement that on-site competitions have. Because I know that uh, virtual experiences may, may not be as enriching as actually testing a prototype on site, but they can be really rewarding in different aspects, such as being able to network more easily with other teams, connecting with, with sponsors and organizers. So to summarize, I would just say convince your young ones to remain on the team and to build trust within team members. Technical aspects of the project are important, but uh, you really shouldn't underestimate team building and bonding activities because this is what will make your team stronger along the years.
1: Well, don't be afraid to ask for help. I believe everyone is always trying to uh, prove themselves as in getting uh, the younger members of the team to uh, get involved and delegate activities. Uh, I think engaging with as many members as possible, whether it is uh, for funding activities, like Karen said, Uh, or a specific administrative or uh, engineering task, I think that can make uh, the team even stronger. And also uh, keep your team motivated. It is important to demonstrate that uh, to the whole team that everything's going and everything uh, is doing fine. And once people start, because once people uh, start feeling unmotivated, results won't be as expected.
3: Yeah, I am not a senior like Abdel Malik. Abdel Malik will give uh, much, much thoughtful uh, advice. But for me, uh, I am in term eight now. It's my fourth year in engineering. Uh, I have two more years to graduate this year and the next. But uh, my advice, uh, as I uh, joined many teams before, and uh, Lycan's is not my first team, but the most uh, one that's close to my heart. Uh, that you have, uh, you must have the power to adapt and to change. Uh, you must to overcome stress or change that uh, may come during uh, engineering studies uh, in here in Egypt or in USA or in any other country in the world. You have m- new challenges every year, new tasks, new deadline, uh, and the competition season uh, or in the university life as a student. Uh, especially for every ever changing communities and technology advancement during uh, the worldwide pandemic we see uh, every new technology we see uh, new uh, uh, gadgets and uh, new things every day so life is uh, like an adventure we should take the road anyway so simply enjoy it yes i i would like to to add like
4: yes life is adventure we should take the road anyway but uh, as this is my second year joining sae and participating in it yes uh, I have to say that I got most of my engineering skills from this competition. Uh, I remember last year I didn't have most of them actually. So between designing, having like schedules, uh, being restricted, uh, this stuff, I, I couldn't manage to have it without SE redesign. And also I want to say to the new members, like the upcoming new members that will participate in the same from our university, yes, uh, you should have hope. You should have hope because you are giving hope to other people need it. Because those people. Uh, After seeing you like uh, having um, a medal in in, in this competition, uh, they will get hope for the next generations also and and for for the future of Egypt. Uh, This is only what I have to say, so thank you.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. I think this has been a great conversation and a great insight to see uh, what your teams have been doing. Uh, That uh, I'm hoping that's going to help a lot of people out there that are listening to these podcasts. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. And again, you know, looking forward to seeing you uh, in the near future. And and, and thank you for participating in all the the virtual knowledge events. And uh, it's been it's been a heck of an adventure over the last year uh, seeing uh, uh, CDS evolve. Uh, over this time so uh, and once again if you're listening on the podcast please make sure you're subscribed wherever you happen to be listening to this on all your great podcast providers if we're missing anything please contact us uh, at that email address that's connected here and uh, we will uh, make sure it's on the platforms if we're missing any because I know they're popping up all the time You never know. And of course, you can go right to your CDS app for your competition to find links to that podcast so you don't miss it and you get updates whenever new ones are released. So thank you, everybody. See you guys at competition. Until next time, stay safe out there. Thanks for listening to Flight Plans, the SAE Aero Design Podcast. As always, we want to hear from you. So email aerodesign at sae.org. The show notes for this episode and all others can be found at aerodesign.fireside.fm. Stay safe and we'll catch you next episode.